from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, we always love it when we have to, when we bring in pro wrestling into our world. And, of course, when it has something to do with North Carolina, we absolutely love it. And speaking to us right now today from the WWE, from the OC, uh, one of the best uh, tag team wrestlers in the world right now, Mr. Carl Anderson. And right there, our, our listeners can't see it, but right there you have a hat on with the state of North Carolina, basketball right there. I looked on Wikipedia. It tells me you're from Asheville. You went to Mars Hill. Uh, what What is your connection to North Carolina, and how deep are your roots here uh, in this Appreciate state? Appreciate it. I just, I, just bu- I just bought this hat. Like, I was in Asheville seeing my dad, like, I don't know, let's just say a month ago. And I didn't, and I'm doing some, I've been doing some media today for a bunch of different states. I didn't think anything about what I was wearing, but I'm wearing my North Carolina hat. I didn't even think about it. So uh, I'm always repping North Carolina. Yeah. So I, I, I grew up there my whole, I mean, I went to, I went to AC Reynolds high school in, oh, in Asheville. Okay. Yeah. And then I, I went to Mars Hill for two years. I played baseball at Mars Hill college. And, uh, but after my second year, I, I left school and I, I moved to Cincinnati when I watched that uh, True Life. I want to be a pro wrestler. Hit MTV. Mm. I, I had yeah. to, I couldn't take it. I was too. I was just obsessed with what I was watching on television. And then, then I didn't realize there was you know how many wrestling schools were around because there weren't that many back then. I mean there might have been, but it wasn't as accessible. And so I dropped everything and moved to Cincinnati and just started started. Here we are now, 20, 20 some years later, man. So what's this Minnesota mess that it has on Wikipedia? This, yeah. It says like you were born there and you moved to Minnesota later on. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Because I, 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 <laughs> when when I moved to LA, I, even when you said that, I was a little confused. But then I, it, I'm reminded now of it. But when I went to Los Angeles, they gave me the name of Carl Anderson, which was fine. I, you know, at a certain point in your career, you don't you just listen and you do what you're told. They gave me the name Carl Anderson, and they told me I was from Pipestone, Minnesota. I said, "Great." Anyways, where 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 am I wrestling? And so I don't I don't know yeah. where I don't and I that 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 didn't last long. It was just a couple of I think it might have been a year or two, but for some reason it might have stuck. But yeah, okay, it's not real. That's not real. Right. That's fair <laughs> enough. All right, so we have SmackDown live at PNC Arena coming up in July, July fourteenth. Tickets are still on sale, so make sure you go out and get your tickets now. Yes. So you being from the state of North Carolina. Pro wrestling has such a, re- a deep, rich history in mm-hmm. this state. What does wrestling to you in the state of North Carolina mean? Yeah, no. So, dude, when I first watched, I was when I was five years old. I saw Ric Flair on TV, and I, I lost my mind, you know. And so it was like Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen and Dusty mm-hmm. Rhodes and the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express and Sting. And uh, I mean, just the list goes on and on. And I mean, I watched, I saw Terry Funk versus Ric Flair at the Asheville Civic Center when I was like six or seven years old. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only it's the, it's the only thing that I ever, I, I grew up just obsessed with it. And so any chance I get to come back and especially work in and wrestle in, in North Carolina, I mean, it's just, there's, there's nothing cooler. And, and to be able to come home and do that, it's, I mean, I like, any chance you get it that you get to go see live wrestling as well, especially mm-hmm. WWE, you know, SmackDown or, or Raw or a, a live event, it just you're gonna leave happy. You you mentioned uh, the Asheville Civic Center. I think when people think of the North Carolina and like some of those old school venues, they think of Greensboro Coliseum, they go Charlotte Coliseum, Dorton Arena, mm-hmm. those types of places. But Asheville Civic Center has had a lot of big time wrestling back in the day. I remember being a kid watching, uh, I think, Super Brawl 93. I think I was seven yeah. years old. 
and it was at Asheville Civic Center. I was wanting so bad to be there. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your experience watching uh, wrestling there at Asheville Civic Center, and is some of the some of how it um, you know just really inspired you to just go home and, and really figure out what you wanted to do uh, as a kid. How were you wrestling around with your your friends after coming from uh, the Asheville Civic Center? You know, I, I'm certain if I. I know I'm right. Actually, I think it, they were they were doing the Clash of the Champions on Thursdays, and it was always from Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. It might have been, you know, that was years and years ago. But I remember watching, dude. They, it was Ric Flair as the as the big gold world heavyweight champion versus Nikita Koloff, and it was just a house show live event. And Nikita Koloff like stole Ric Flair's title, or he took it, and everyone's just going nuts and then on tv the next you know a couple days later rick flair still had his title and i just i couldn't understand how he got it back i mean just <laughs> i was just blown away by this by the, the theatrics of what i was watching um you know i grew up with my i have a little brother and that's all we ever did my brother would do kurt henning the perfect plex on the bed with yeah. uh it was yeah. before wrestling buddies even we would use stuffed animals and then when the wrestling buddies came out it might have been just a little too old to do it then but it was uh like I told you, like I said, I'd be outside wrestling with my friends. We'd, we would we would practice the demolition backbreaker and elbow on, <laughs> you know, my little brother and his friends and, you know, safely to do it safely now. Cause I'm not sure how safely it was. Then. <laughs> probably wasn't. No, it probably, probably wasn't. wasn't. It probably wasn't. <laughs> but, but honestly, it was just, it was the first thing that captivated me more than uh, since from the second I watched it more than anything I'd ever seen. Carl Anderson joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline alongside Chris Lee. Dennis Cox here with you. All right, you're wearing the, the, the North Carolina hat with the basketball built inside the, the, the outline of the state. You're, you're a Carolina fan. You're an NC State fan. Where, where, where are your allegiances here in the state of North Carolina? So, I, so I, I'll say this. I grew up. I grew up, and this, this either gets, a, it's either gets a, a really great reaction or a bad one. But I grew up a huge, a huge Duke basketball fan. Oh, okay, all right. Now, and I, and I, you're about to be a heel right now. Yeah, <laughs> but, you're, but it's not, not like you're heel. Not, not a tar heel. Like, heel. <laughs> just a heel. I, I figured that. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I. But since that, as the years have gone on, I've almost, I don't, almost don't really watch college basketball as much anymore with the way mm -hmm. nobody comes around. So I don't, I don't get, I don't get into the rivalry as much as I used to. But growing up, man, it was Christian Leitner and Bobby Hurley yeah. and. Thomas Hill and Grant Hill and Brian Davis. I mean, that's all I thought about was the Duke, Duke, the Duke boys back in the day. Now, right now, um, you and um, and your partner Gallows, you guys are with Me Chen right now, and uh, you guys have a, a nice thing going on. Of course, AJ Styles, and um, you know, coming with SmackDown. What are you excited about with this iteration of uh, your your time in WWE, and and what do you guys have left to accomplish uh, in the WWE? Yeah, no. So yeah, we, we left WWE for a couple of years and mm -hmm. like, it just felt like the timing was just perfect. Like we're, a couple of our contracts that we had ended at the exact time um, that we were available. We were available at the right, the same exact time WWE wanted us to come back. And so like kind of, it all worked out and it just feels like the place that we're supposed to be right now. And you know, we still have we still have a lot to accomplish. Like, you know, AJ's still the best wrestler in the world. You know, yeah. Gallows and I still want to show that we can you know, get in there with the guys like the Usos and Sammy and Kevin and, and, and have these big tag matches. It's just kind of sitting back now and waiting on the right time and just timing for everything. But uh, there's still, there's still a lot left in the tank and we're just uh, pumped up to pumped up to be back. You know, we're excited to come back last October and, and re-debut at the Barclays center in mm -hmm. the way we did, which was awesome. 
And uh, it's just it's good to be back on the road with with WWE and doing what we're doing. So again, coming to PNC Arena, that show is live, SmackDown Live, July fourteenth, right here in Raleigh at PNC Arena. When people do come to a live wrestling show, they might be a casual fan; they may not watch on television. But when they come to a live wrestling show, what can they expect? Yeah, there's nothing better. There's 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 nothing better in, in my in my opinion. My mom or dad would take me to baseball games. They took me to Braves games a lot growing up, and it was just and it's not saying anything bad about baseball because I love baseball. But that, it, there's nothing like going to a live to a live professional wrestling show or a live sports entertainment show or a live WWE show. Hearing Roman Reigns' music hit or hearing AJ Styles' music hit or hearing our music the OC hit. And then seeing the pyro fly in the air and seeing kids be scared by the pyro and seeing people just cheering and booing and the fun that they're having. There's there's nothing like a WWE live event. There's just nothing like it. I mean, there's nothing that compares to it, if you ask me. WWE superstar Carl Anderson, thanks for your time. We'll definitely see you here July 14th in Raleigh at PNC Arena. Get your tickets right, right now. Get your tickets right now. By the way, Chris actually used to be a professional wrestler here in the state of North Carolina. I, I know you never bring that up, but I'm going to bring we that go. up. I want him to have a run-in. If we can set up Chris to have a run-in at some point during your match, I want to see it happen. I don't like to Let's bring it up. Let's give him a run-in. I used to wrestle at CWF, and uh, a guy by the name of Cameron Grimes used to train me back in the day. Cameron and Grimes. I, I was him. in I was in the uh, training class with No Way Jose, but, you know, I'm five foot nine and don't have a great body, so it's all good. I, I do radio. You figured it out. You figured it out. Carl, thanks for your time. Really do appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. All right, so that's WWE superstar Carl Anderson. That was a conversation that he uh, had with Chris Lee and I a couple weeks ago. Uh, great guy to talk to from the state of North Carolina, but a name that he mentioned there, Cameron Grimes with Chris Chris Lee. I, I want to see be, Chris Lee in the ring. I won't. I, I can neither confirm nor deny that we have a run in tonight. Just saying. <laughs> I um, want to see some old footage. We got old footage of Chris Lee. It, in you the can ring? actually go on YouTube, look up Chris Lee wrestling. What uh, was his name? Do you have a name? Chris Lee. Oh man, <laughs> that's part of the problem. You got to have a better name than well, that. I don't know. I mean, it was his, that was his <laughs> name. Uh, but nonetheless, he, he mentioned the name Cameron Grimes. Okay, Cameron Grimes, who trained helped train Chris, is from Cameron, North Carolina. Was trained by the Hardy Boys, and he's going to be on the card. Should be on the show tonight. So, like a local guy who's made it all the way to the top of the of the professional wrestling world in one of the top promotions, uh, Cameron Grimes. So, from right here in the state of North Carolina, which we love and appreciate, Brian Murphy. Well, you're the culture state guy. Exactly. This is why I'm excited for this. Pro wrestling has a deep history in the state of North Carolina. Like it, it is it is a deep, rich history from going back to the days of Crockett promotions, uh the all the events that used to run at Dorton Arena back in the day through Jim Crockett. I mean, they used to sell out Dorton Arena every weekend, it seemed like. Believe it or not, the 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 feud between Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat, one of the more historic feuds in professional wrestling history, started at WREL Studios right there on Western Boulevard. Did you know that? I did not. I so where where the newscast is done now? Sure, where, Studio where a, my office is. Studio A, where where WREL has their nightly newscasts, 
that actually used to be where they would tape tape shows in that studio right there. So Flair, Steamboat, all those guys, they used to they used to tape right there. Those guys are more my era. I was a Hulkamaniac. Oh yeah. I mean, I was you know the Iron Sheik. Uh, all right. Those yeah, those were that was my you know uh, Superfly Snooker and mm-hmm. uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Those were my guys. I still have some of the figurines at home. I had they the, might be worthless. I had the Hulkamania. You know the the I don't know, I don't even know the what wrestle this, dummy. No, yeah, I had all that stuff, but I had the the grips. Oh yeah, you know, there was like a, a workout kit that the Hulk yes. sold. I think it had a jump rope and the little you know I don't know what they were for to, to improve your forearm strength. I guess yeah, grip strength and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And you know the, I watched the cartoons on Saturday mornings, the Hulk cartoons. Mm-hmm. I was I was all in like. For me to stay awake for that eleven thirty Saturday night main event, yeah, on NBC, that was like, man, was a big deal. Can I make it? Can I can I stay awake as a nine year old to make it to see you know what's going to be on at eleven thirty uh, on the Saturday night main events? More great news for carry commuters with the new Go Carry app. You can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the Go Carry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the Go Carry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. Go carry. Where getting there is just a tap away. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Uh, speaking of PNC Arena, where WWE SmackDown is tonight, I'm going to be there. Send me a DM at the Fan Rookie if you're going to be there. I'd love to to meet you in person uh, on the concourse or somewhere at the at the arena. Tonight. No body slams though. You make it sound like, hey, DM me and, and we'll meet up. I mean, we, I'll meet you in the ring. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. But at PNC Arena, there's been a lot of conversations. I know there's uh, proposals going on today about upgrades to PNC Arena. Brian Murphy, you were there in person. This also had to do with, I believe, the Canes and their their lease agreement with the Centennial Authority and PNC Arena because I know they're looking for a long-term lease, the Centennial Authority and the Carolina Hurricanes, to keep the Canes at PNC Arena. But upgrades to the arena is what's going to be enticing for the Canes to stay at PNC as opposed to potentially maybe building their own facility. What is the latest? What was proposed today in terms of upgrades at PNC Arena? Yeah, all all this stuff's kind of related. They didn't talk about the lease extension, but that's kind okay. of the that's kind of the subtext to all this is, but, you know, can they get a long term lease, mm-hmm. and then can the, can the city of Raleigh and, and Wake County invest hundreds of millions of dollars in this renovation to PNC? Mm-hmm. And that's what they talked about today. What okay, if we get this money and they don't have the money just yet, but what do we want to do to PNC Arena to improve it? It's a twenty four, twenty five year old arena already. They want to make it last another 25 years that that's the goal yeah and there were some really cool you know there's a lot of back of house stuff how many loading docks you have how easy is it for trucks to get in and out which affects what type of concerts you can have which affects you know what kind of events you get so there's all that stuff but then there was a lot of cool stuff for fans that fans would actually notice yeah um 
again, we don't know which projects they're going to choose, sort of a menu. We don't know which ones they're going to pick. Well, what are some of the options? Yeah, so they have viewing bar. I thought the viewing bars were one of the coolest things. All right, so taking out some seats in the corners of the third of the third concourse. Okay. And putting in viewing bars where you'd be able to sit at a bar, be served. The the bartender's back would be to the ice, but you'd be able to watch the ice or yeah. or the court. Um, you know, some viewing bars on the concourse level so that the walls would come down. There would be an open view. You could stand there with your buddy who might have a seat in a different section. Mm-hmm. You stand there at a table. Um, sports book, of course. There's some some room in there carved out for a sports book. I mean, if you if you dig into the proposal, there's you know, one of those things under the ice where, you know, the players are coming in and the fans mm-hmm. are right there watching them come in. Yeah. Um, now, there's a one of the other cool things. There's talk about a third, um, on the third deck, putting a rooftop bar or, or more like a terrace. Okay. So, so that you'd be able to go from inside the arena to outside, uh, you know, on a nice day. You'd be able to see the plaza. You'd overlook the plaza. Um, so all kinds of stuff. And, and a lot of it comes with trade-offs, right? If you build this, then maybe you lose some storage area somewhere. Where do you put all that stuff? If you yeah. do this, are you able to flip the building from from basketball to hockey as quickly as you can do it now? Um, you know, well, how, how much does it cost? So there's a lot of trade offs. Well, I'm sure as well as if you put those those like you mentioned in the in the third level, taking out some of the corner seating and put bars up there. Like how much seating are you losing? Like and how much also like because Kane's playoff games are, and really for much of the regular season, those seats are filled. So are you willing to take, like, what's the trade-off in, in that regard? Like, are you willing to take away seats and money from those seats being sold to put in something luxury? Maybe do you have to pay to to have that bar seating? I, I'm curious how that's going to work. Right. Are those seats a little more expensive than, yeah. than the seats were? They talked about standing room-only tickets. You could sell standing room-only at some of these, at some of these uh, view bars on the concourse. Yeah. You know, to get back some of the seats they talked about on the on the lower level, which of course those tickets cost more, um, going from six aisles to four aisles, and so you'd be able to fit more seats in on the lower level, mm. and so that you're making up some of your um, some of your, some of your ticket revenue there. Um, they talked about putting those those view bars um, behind where concerts would be. So okay, because for concerts they every seat really does matter. You know, these artists want to know how much. You know what your capacity is mm-hmm. uh, under a configuration for for an arena, which is different than for hockey or basketball. So if you put them back there, you're not losing any re- any tickets. You're not losing any seats because that area is not sold for concerts already. Um, lots of cool stuff. Like where where can they blow out some extra space to put in a larger sports book? How can there was talk about reskinning the outside of the building? Like a lot of questions about why the outside of PNC Arena is green. Why are those glass panels green? Great question. No one really seemed to know, even though there are people on the on the Centennial Authority that have been there for since the building was built. Um, you know, can can you make the building look better? Can you put in garage doors at, at part of it so that you can open really open the arena up? Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe for basketball, maybe for for other things. So, uh, you know, just a fascinating list of of projects that they can choose from simple things like removing a stairwell and adding another food concession area there okay or a grab and go or or something quick those grab and goes are nice yeah they're very nice and and they do a ton that's a good return on investment right Mm -hmm. because those uh you sell a lot more product you turn people through a lot quicker and so if you're investing money in something like that the arena is seeing a quick return on investment on something like that uh they mentioned that you know the the store the the iStore yeah uh is 
you know, maybe 40% of what team stores usually are around the NHL. Size. Yeah, in terms of size. Yeah. So can you make that bigger? Um, you know, there was a, nice. a lot of stuff that they talked about, stuff that fans would see, um, some that, you know, some that our promoters would see, mm-hmm. some that, you know, the NHL would see. So how do you weigh all that stuff? Do you, do you only do the stuff that brings a big return on investment? Or do you bring something that gets you, you know, more luxury seats? So they've got their work cut out for them. And I thought they'd maybe be making some decisions today, but it looks like we're we're three or four months away from taking that list and really creating, okay, this is what we're going to do. I would like to see the area where the the – the ticket booths are, right? The box office. That area really doesn't get used on game days because everything now is just done electronically when it comes to tickets. So there's no need to really go unless it's a will call thing, which that is pretty rare. So you don't need that space, really. Yeah, That's a perfect spot to put in the sports book, to expand out, to maybe move part of the eye over into that area. That's that's already a space that's there that they can expand out, and it goes towards the plaza, which is the the space between PNC and Carter Finley Stadium. So that space is already right there. And if you want to put in the sports book, a restaurant, whatever it is, that space is already available. And because I walk into PNC Arena on Canes games days, and that space where the where the box office is, there's no one standing there because there's no one actually going to the box office. Yeah, so that, it's an empty space already. Tom Dundon's talked about that. Like, yeah. we don't need an old traditional box office you anymore because times are different. Maybe we can get away with having two kiosks somewhere to deal with box office issues, but we don't need a big storefront like that. Yeah. Um, I also think you want to put the sports book on the first floor. Like, there might be more space if you For built sure. up. But you want a place that has easy access mm-hmm. even when the building is not open. Yep. And so that really does have to go on the first floor. Uh, there is space in this proposal for a 4,000-square-foot sports book. Yeah. They are saying that it probably needs to be at least 10,000 square feet. Oh, wow. So a much bigger space than they have already than they have set aside. Hmm. This was called a placeholder. This proposal was largely put together before uh, sports gambling passed in, in the legislature. So... There's a, a lot more work to be done, but it's kind of cool to see, you know, to see the sketches, to see where they could make improvements. Now they got to find the money, they got to sign the lease, they got to come up with a construction schedule that fits in a hockey team that's likely to be playing late in the season and a, and a men's basketball program and yeah. all these other events that they're happening. They're already seeing, look, WWE is coming. The Eagles are coming. Lizzo came. I mean, they are getting a lot more events and higher quality events yeah. than ever before. And I think they see that momentum and want to keep it going, want to, sure. want to improve the building in a way that helps them attract the next big thing. A lot of things happening over there. And it's 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 it, I, I think it's all good because, again, for us as fans, people that consume these products, the, the products, I mean, the games, the concerts, all of that, Ticket prices are going up. I want to make sure I get the most bang for my buck, right? I want to make sure that I get the most out of my money in terms of the entertainment and the value that I get. If these other amenities make the experience as a fan better and there are more options for me to do things, then by all means, make those improvements. And if you haven't been over there, the uh, scoreboard that is going in at Carter-Finley Stadium is going to be a vast improvement. Oh, my gosh. Um, Unbelievably big, at least from the outside. Um, huge, and and I think if you go to a game at Carter Finley, it's going to make a dramatic difference in your in your game going experience. 
Uh, speaking of, of Carter Finley, where NC State football plays, did you see uh, former NC State quarterback Philip Rivers about the, he and his wife about to have their tenth kid? Ten. I saw that. Tenth. I, I, I their can, oldest kid's twenty one. I cannot even fathom that. It's wild. I That's have two. I have two crazy. kids, and look, I did not. I was not an NFL quarterback. Did not make the kind of money that Philip Rivers made. Mm-hmm. Um, but just from a time and energy standpoint, I. I could not imagine having 10 children. No, thank you. <laughs> no. He said he wanted a whole offense, right? Well, he's one away. He's almost there. Unless he plays quarterback, then he's ready to go. Yeah, he can play quarterback, and he's got he's got 10 other players there. Goodness. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, you know what? Props to him. Hey, look. Congratulations. Married his heart, high school sweetheart. They've been together they all these years. School, I think. Um, you know, that's... That's great. That's awesome. Just ten kids. That is, whew. That's a that's a that's a lot of vans. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.